0: Hey everyone, I'm Preston Lee. And I'm Clay Mosley. And this is Freelance to Founder. Every week we sit down with freelancers like you for actionable coaching calls with one mission.
1: To help you ditch the feast famine lifestyle and build your own sustainable business. At one point, we were both brand new freelancers, barely
0: making ends meet. But by now, we've started, grown, and even sold a few businesses of our own. And we want to help you do the same. If you're ready to go from freelance to founder, then join the army of freelancers who are taking matters into their own hands.
1: Visit freelancetofounder.com to apply for your own on-air coaching call. And now, get ready to take some notes because an all-new episode of Freelance to Founder starts right now.
0: On today's show, we share over 10 free or inexpensive marketing tactics you can use in your own business right away. And no, we're not talking about posting on Instagram and crossing your fingers. These are real world high ROI marketing tactics we've used or continue to use to build our own businesses. Stay tuned for some of our best marketing ideas coming up after the quick break. restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. I'm Preston Lee from Millo.co and joining me uh, as always is my friend Clay Mosley from GetDripify.com. Hey Clay. Hey, how's it going? I'm excited about today. Oh, I'm excited because we haven't seen these in a while actually where it's just you and I kind of footballing right? a bit uh, back and forth on some ideas. So we don't have a guest with us today um, but we wanted to Chat a bit about marketing, like I this idea kind of came up for a few different reasons, but one of the things is we just constantly are getting people in our Facebook group um, and on the blog like writing in saying like how do I actually promote my freelance business? And a lot of these freelancers are new like they're they're young in their business uh, and and it's like, how do I get the word out when I don't have you know five thousand or ten thousand dollars a month? So the whole idea mm-hmm. on this episode today is like free or cheap, inexpensive uh marketing tactics that that people can literally after after finishing up this episode they can go and try on their own. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Hey man. I
1: you're probably going to have way better ideas than me. Your ideas <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I always I always tell people you're that you're the genius behind this podcast. So. Yeah, whatever. We do we just told a guest recently that um
0: I'm the guide and you're the guru. So I just keep the <laughs> conversation kind of you know from going off the rails, which I don't always do do a great job of, but the real money, the real fire comes from you, man. I think we all know it. So um I will start so that I don't have to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> and, we will, okay. <laughs> and we will see if in about a half hour here we can get through 10 ideas. So it's gonna go quick. Let's
1: Let's go. Let's okay. go.
0: So my first idea that I uh, recently learned about, uh, that I thought was super cool was, instead of business cards, um, have like a video ready on your device that you can airdrop to people or email to them or whatever. So if you're at a networking event and it's like, um, tell me more about what you do, and you give a little elevator pitch, and they're like, "Do you have a card? Of course, you can have cards ready. That's fine, but you can also say like, "I have a video. I'd love to. I'd love to send you in." And then it just like is like a thirty to sixty second, really short but highly uh, convincing like piece of marketing material for your business. Mm.
1: Yeah, I like that. That's good, especially in uh, today's world where it's like, does anybody really want to get like receive a business card these days? I mean, yeah, you like take a picture of it, you scan it in, and then you throw it away. Yeah, I don't even do that. Or, I'm just like, so let, what's
0: your what's your number? Let me put you in my phone. <laughs> that's totally what people do, right? And so it's like that's as easy as air dropping too. So if you had like a little loom video or a or whatever, you could you could send them your number and you could also air drop them a, a cool video. Yeah, that's good. I would. Uh, uh did you want to you want to explain that? No, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a no, good I just, good first start. Yeah, I just think it's cool because it's free too, right? And you could update it whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: Yeah. So I, I'll expand on that just because um, uh, I'll expand on the business card idea or the networking idea. Yeah. So, yeah. like, so I, I love the video idea or just, or just like, or just giving people like exchanging digitally. But, you know, there are some people that are just like, it just depends on your network that just really love a good physical card of yeah, some totally. sort. And so here's what I recommend instead of going the route of traditional, business card like that looks like everybody else's like a flimsy piece of paper i think that you should go all out and get like a metal business card and i think like spend a buck on it right and a dollar per business card is super expensive um but i would say if you have a nice thick metal business card that is going to stand out because i will tell you those are out of all the business cards I've ever gotten in my life, those ones, the 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 thick metal ones, are the ones that stay on my desk for whatever reason because I feel bad for throwing it away. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I love So that's yeah, love it's Clay. good why you stick out. This this is why I like you, Clay, because I come on the show and I'm like, let's do free or cheap ideas. And you lead you lead with buy the most expensive business card <laughs> you can buy because it'll pay off. But honestly, like here's the takeaway. It will pay off. Like it'll pay off, yeah. And really, <laughs> and and really, like you could spend fifty bucks and have fifty metal business cards and and make a huge impression on fifty people. And fifty bucks is still falls in the cheap category, I would think.
1: oh well, yeah, yeah. You know, it's all relative too. I yeah, mean, the totally. way so the way the way some people think of it is like, okay, a business card business card should cost like you know a nickel a piece. I don't even know how business how much business cards yeah, are these either. days. <laughs> uh, let's just say a nickel or or a dime or whatever. Uh, for regular business cards, and yes, I'm saying go spend a buck on it, which is ten times the cost. Mm -hmm. Um, but in all the the whole grand scheme of things, we're talking about a dollar. You know what I mean? Like it's a dollar. Like okay, go spend a hundred bucks on a hundred business cards. You know, like the ROI on that, or the 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 percentage of people that are actually going to keep your card versus the ones that don't, out of a hundred people, like is going to be substantially higher. So it's all relative too because you know some people will say um, i'm not going to spend uh, uh i'm just trying to think of an example like uh for example hulu um so the 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 streaming platform like they could spend 50 bucks a month for the the stream the live streaming like kind of that's a pro yeah, feature yeah. Or a pro uh-huh. plan but but people will go spend 50 bucks on on alcohol for example yeah you know, this evening. You know, yep. so it's all about priorities, and it so totally the is. way I'm the way I'm looking at it is how much money total, not not how much money people typically spend versus yeah. what you no, I think ought to spend. I think it's great too, and like and and again, like we
0: didn't say all free ideas, so I yeah. I think this still can fall in a cheaper and expensive idea, and and um for me too, it's like all about ROI, like especially if you're a little ways into your business. You should know more or less how much you're going to get from a new client. So if, if a new client's worth even 500 bucks, then was it worth spending $100 to get? Because you'll get at least one right? Mm-hmm. out of 100 business cards that you hand out. You're going to get at least one. And you might for only sure. get one. But still, like all you have to do is have a client that pays you more than $100 and you net positive on the thing. So yeah, for, for me, sure. it's like all about looking at the ROI. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. I like that idea. Um, something that really stands out because boring, you're right, boring, flimsy physical cards are like on their way out. But if you can do something cool, um, people keep them, hold mm-hmm. on to them because they're cool. All right, what do you got
1: for me? Uh, you want me to go next? Yeah. Idea, num- idea number three? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so this is pretty simple. Um, I think that people under substantially underestimate the local network. Mm. So, we've had a whole uh, episode about this. We, we yeah, yeah, we we have. And so like a lot of people these days especially now like with COVID, um everybody wants to get business like clients internationally, you know, uh, all over the country and blah blah blah. But I think an I think it a a an audience that does not get hit very often. Um, in the whole grand scheme of things, is your local network. And Mm -hmm. I think there are are lots of people, lots of people, this is just from my experience, that would 100% do business with a local person every single time. That's just who they want to deal with. They don't want to deal with someone out of state or even out of the city or out of this country. They want to deal with someone locally. And that is a whole audience that people are just not taking advantage of.
0: I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like like I said, we have a whole episode on leveraging the power of local clients. Like that's how you built your first agency. Yep, uh, you just became like I don't, I don't remember where I heard this. Uh, I don't think it was one of our conversations, but have you heard of the, the concept of five mile famous? It's like no, you, I haven't. You uh-huh. just get like famous for whatever you do within a five mile radius. And I was thinking about that, like where I live, and yeah, five miles around my house is like three different cities. If I was like yeah. famous in those cities as being the guy, the go-to guy for whatever, like that's a lot of business. You'd make a oh, lot yeah. of money.
1: A lot of people don't realize that because, like, I I grew my agency to seven figures like very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I did it in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> right. Evol- like, come on, man! Like, Little Rock, Arkansas is so tiny. Like Little Rock, Arkansas, is the biggest city in the entire state of Arkansas, and it's only two hundred fifty thousand people. <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah. and I may, and I like, we did well. We did really well, and we only hit local people. So yeah. yeah, so that totally makes sense. I mean, I don't care how big the
0: city is you live in. Like, I I lived in a really small town for quite a number of years as a teenager and stuff, and there were there were businesses you could think of them that were doing really really well because they were like the place in town for whatever Mm -hmm. uh and and yeah if you just become like that five mile famous i love the idea of being like five mile famous if everyone in that five mile radius knows who you are and what you do then man there's more than enough business to go around so great suggestion i love that one okay i've got one for you uh i think you could sticking with like the the local idea it's free or cheap to set up a Google My Business account. And I think a lot of freelancers don't think about that because yep. it's like they don't feel like a full fledged business yet, maybe, or they, they feel like they don't measure up to some other full fledged businesses. But like when someone searches Google and they search like uh, Little Rock, you know, web developer or something, first of all, Google is smart enough to know that you're searching for a, a web developer in your city. And honestly, you don't even have to put the city a lot of times. Like if you just live in Little Rock and, right. and you type web designer or web dev agency or something, then it will show you Google My Business Results. So if you don't know what those are, listeners, the Google Business Results is, is the thing you see where it like shows it on the map, it shows a link to the website, it shows some reviews, and it's like it comes before the actual search results. It's, like a, it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a business listing result. And those, can be, those are free or really cheap to set up and can, can put you right at the top of Google searches for exactly what your clients or customers are looking for locally.
1: Yeah, and to expand on that, um, a couple things that that people ought to be doing with their Google My Business is a lot of people don't realize this, but you can post content on your your Google My Business listing like a social network. Hmm, I did not. Yeah, yeah, and it it substantially increases your SEO rankings. Um, and then also, if people do have a little bit of money, um, about five hundred bucks one time fee doing the uh, finding a Google 360 uh photographer that that's partnered in your local area and getting that those 360 views of your mm. office if you're a brick and mortar um that that will help user experience as well and that helps with with Google rankings as well not not just Google but like uh user experience but again that costs yeah. $500 yeah. you know if people have the money like that's just a little tidbit but again
0: like that investment could pay off if if you're seeing that maybe all your competitors are doing that, there must be a good reason for it or if you're if you're having a lot of people like call up, like again, if you're brick and mortar, people are calling up and they're like uh, you know, I want to see inside or like, you know, what what do you have and it could be it could be easily solved by them being able to see inside your space. Yep. Um yeah, like this is that's maybe I guess maybe more applicable to like uh like Freelancers who are all, who are like dentists or chiropractors. I know you work with a lot of chiropractors or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it maybe it wouldn't make sense for like, you know, a web design agency, although it could, I guess, but like where the customer actually comes into your space to receive their service, like that would be super helpful. I love that.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cool. My, my turn. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to stick with the, with the networking kind of topic, uh, because, uh, like local networking. Um, so two, Two areas that seem very, very simple because a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, well you're telling me to go network locally. Mm-hmm. Um, where do I go? Yeah. And I will tell you two things that worked brilliantly for me, and it's very simple. One of them is the Chamber of Commerce. Um, yeah. And some people might be rolling their eyes about that because <laughs> it's the Chamber of Commerce. Let me tell you, not all chambers are created equal, okay? Uh so do your research there there are usually multiple chambers in your area um but if you do your research look at what kinds of events they put on um because to me that's the difference between a good chamber and a bad chamber if they if the chamber does a really good job of of hosting and creating networking events that's a good chamber of commerce because that's a good way to get to know people um so it's a very very easy way to get uh, injected in the community.
0: Mm. the
1: The other way is is a organization. I'm sure you've heard of it. BNI, Business Network mm-hmm. International. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't do the I don't do that these days because I think BNI is great for startup businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or or if you are new to the local area, so I think it's only good for. And this is just my opinion. I think it's only good for for two, three years max. And then I think you've pretty much reached your capa- reached your capacity on who you can, you know, reach and connect with. Right. Cause they but, tend to be like smaller,
0: more exclusive groups, right? And so after a while you've kind of yeah. used up all the potential leads.
1: Yeah. They're usually somewhere between 20 and 50 people yeah. you meet weekly and, you know, you do your little elevator pitch every week. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, it's it's a it is a time traded thing. It's a very transactional thing yeah. where it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, you're working, you're working a lot to gain one client. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you are new and you're looking for a very inexpensive way, and I, I say this inexpensive, like chamber, depending on the chamber, will cost you like five hundred dollars a year, sometimes less. Um, B and I will cost you. I don't know what it is these days. I think it's like say, a thousand dollars a year. You a bit more, yeah, yeah. Um, but still,
0: like over twelve months. Again, yeah. it's all relative, right?
1: It's all relative. Yeah, I mean, if you if you don't get one client, if you if you're not making a thousand dollars a year from from <laughs> going to these network, I mean, you're doing something wrong yeah. with your networking. But, anyways, these are great ways to be injected into the community um where you don't know anybody. That that was the way I did it cuz I did not know a single person in Little Rock, Arkansas, and that's how I got injected. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd add to that
0: like um some co-working spaces will have big networking events like that where yep. they'll bring in like startups and just people from the community or or they'll have like authors come speak like there's all sorts of if if you're part of a coworking space or even if you're not part of it but you're you're maybe friends with people or or just familiar with it even they'll just invite the community you can go be part of that like i think there's places uh that host these kind of networking events where you could um where you could go and and that's the opportunity to give out the business card we're talking about earlier or to um or or to send someone a video or or just to pitch someone or just meet someone who knows someone else who needs your services that That actually reminds me of we have kicked this idea as as far down the road as maybe we should have, but I think we would be uh, wrong to leave it out of this collection, and that is the idea that you got from David uh, from who who contributed to the Milo blog years ago, and that mm, is going mm-hmm. to networking events with a T-shirt that says "Web designer or copywriter" or whatever. Yep. Uh, and just you just like walk around and and people are like, hey, I need a copywriter, and they strike up a conversation with you. So that's maybe uh, that's maybe another free or cheap idea. Like you print a T-shirt for five bucks, and uh, and you you go to a conference or you go to these other events we're talking about, and you just make your presence known, make people know that you're there.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's all about standing out, right? It's like doing something different than everyone else, straight up. And sometimes yeah. you can do that for free and yeah. uh and cheap and sometimes you can't. So Yeah, and and um what I love so
0: far about this conversation is you'll notice we haven't said uh, you know, just post on Facebook or just post on LinkedIn, which can mm-hmm. work. And and I do have a couple later on that are more social media related. What I love so far is that we have actually we've talked about things that are maybe a little more unique, a little less yeah like the first things that come to mind. Because when you think about free marketing, of course the first thing that comes to mind is like Instagram or Facebook, social media. Um, but but in reality, like everyone's doing that. Every yep. Like we've all gotten the requests from our friends to, to like their business Facebook page. And we've all seen like people post and they say, I'm starting a new Etsy shop or whatever. Like we've all seen that. It happens all the time. And so you got to stand out. You got to do something different.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think I think everything that we've talked about so far, um, I think is evergreen. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, it's just you will. It doesn't matter what kind of technology or social mm, network, yeah, whatever yeah. is out there, you will always connect with people. You know, what I mean yeah. that's a, that's always yeah. a good way to get business. There's no like
0: algorithm that's gonna cut you down when you try to no. go to your next networking event, right?
1: No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I, I want to bring up the next idea if you don't mind. Go for it. Um, just based off that, and I think maybe we should have started this at the beginning is a really easy, free way to get business is to hit up your current network or circle. Yeah. You know, like we talked about this in the, in an episode with, with Sarah. Um, Mm -hmm. and this is especially starting out, um, a, a very good way to get business. It's like, who do you know that you can hit up and get business from, um, or, can introduce you to other people that might be of influence. You know yep. what I mean?
0: Yep. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people calling with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn jobs. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane, effective home workout. That's because Hydro That's hydro com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. HYDRO.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. And, every, and every, everyone has quite. a network. Like We talked about this, like you said, yeah. with Sarah. And you know some of us have, yes, higher quality networks or networks with more of our target audience in them. But everyone has a network. And you'd be surprised if you reach out to the people who care about you and you say, I'm starting a business – or I'm trying to grow my business like my livelihood depends on this. You'd be surprised. People people will uh you know, will help you out. They'll say like, I don't know, I know a few people who who might need this or that or tell me more about what you do and I'll spread the word. Like
1: people will help. Yeah, for sure. And and I think I think what uh I think an, an organized way of doing this because a lot of people are like, okay, well, I I'll hit up my friends and family, but the, it's not organized. Um it's yeah. it's, it's, it's almost yeah. like It's almost like saying, "Hey, I want to go do some sales, but you don't have a way to track all your prospects, right?" It's like you're just kind of randomly doing stuff. So, um, I read this in the book in a book. I can't remember what book it is, um, but there's a thing called Network of Ninety. I think it's called Book Yourself Solid. I I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah. Book Yourself Solid. So that's a good book if if you want to. Great book. Yeah, if you want to read it. But um, Network of Ninety is basically creative list. Of 90 people that you currently know. Okay. So when a good measurement of this is if you were to see this person at the grocery store, would you say hello to each other? Okay. So that's nice. that's a good measurement of whether or not you should put this person on a list. So create a list of 90 people and 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 do it in an organized fashion. It could be spreadsheet, CRM, whatever. And make it a point to reach out to all ninety of these people on a consistent basis, and do some sort of touch. It could be a text, it could be an email, it could be a phone call, it could be, uh, uh it could be like if you saw them at a uh, a networking event, I would count that. Um, and so and just keep track of it. And that network of ninety, if as long as you're consistent with that communication. They will send you referrals, I guarantee it, and yeah. they may even do business with you directly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So my friend Bobby, who we've had on the show a couple of times, is really yeah. good at this. He just he just like is naturally an outgoing, funny, kind guy, and so people like him. and And then he takes people to lunch, and he like goes on road trips, and he just and even just not even stuff like that that's that big of a deal. He just like waves to you on the street or sends you a quick text message. Hey, I was thinking about <laughs> this thing we did together the other day and hope you're well. Like just little things like that. And then honestly, like anytime anyone's like, "Hey, do you know anyone who does like social media videos?" Bobby, I know like 20 people, but guess who mm-hmm. I always say first? It's Bobby because he's he's yep. the one that's always like staying in touch with me and and I feel like I can give back to him because he gives to me on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's 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 all about staying in touch and providing providing value to them, right? So, like, you hear that all the time, like, oh, you should provide value to your network or (laughs) audience or whatever. Okay, but this is true. Like, someone, so a a mentor told me this this statement, or I don't, I think it was him, um, and it really hit home. the 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 quote was, "If you stop providing value to your network, you will get replaced." Yeah.
0: People will find someone who, who provides yes. the value they want.
1: Yep. That's, that's and so just brilliant. consistent communication, providing value. Yeah, that, that will get yeah. you business for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, I hate to do it uh, because <laughs> we have steered away from social media for this whole 20-minute conversation for the most part. But, yep. but I know both you and I are thinking it because we've talked about it in other contexts we have to mention while we're talking about like networking and adding value, we have to talk about Facebook groups.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's on my list. If you weren't going to say it,
0: I was. <laughs> I was hoping you would. Give, yeah. us, give us your pitch for Facebook groups, because I know you've done a lot of thinking about that recently.
1: Yeah, Facebook groups are, are good. It's a, it's a really great way of, of uh, not only uh, getting involved into a community... Um, but it's also a great way of building a community around you and your brand. And so on that first part of of getting involved in a community, this could be any... There's a Facebook group about everything. <laughs> everything, yeah. I mean, if there, if you're into Pokemon, there's a group for that. If you're into... I don't know. What's a, what's a really weird thing? I don't know. <laughs> potatoes? You know, like yeah. there's a group for potatoes. I may mean, tell you, there is a group out there that is about ants. Yep. And... I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know what it's called, but my wife's a part of it. They talk in ant talk. Oh, no. <laughs> Yes. And that's one of the rules is you cannot make any kind of post in there unless you make some sort of pun about ants. And it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. I, I don't get it. But there's like 25,000 people that's part of this. I, I, I don't get it. But there's a thing about ants. Like, if you're into ants, like... What, what, what if you sold something in regards to ants? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, ant farms or something. Like, how cool would that be? Anyways, my point is, it's a really easy way to get involved in a community where there is a common interest. Yeah,
0: and a really great way to begin to add value. Like, if you do, let's take this example a little further. If you do, do sell ant farms, you're obviously going to be passionate about ants. Mm-hmm. Uh, you join the group. Instead of like hawking your wares immediately and saying like, hey, I sell ant farms. No, join the group. Make some of the best puns that have ever existed about ants. Uh and maybe, maybe watch like the Ant Man, because they have some funny puns in those movies. And yep. uh and and like be uh be a contributing member of the group before you, you know, try to try to sell. And you maybe never try to sell in a group like that. Like maybe you let your profile do the work for you or something. Sure. Or like when people are asking, what are the best uh <laughs> ant farm, whatever, then you chime in but like it's all about adding value. Yeah. In in person, yep. on Facebook groups, whatever. And to your point Clay, you've said this in previous episodes like Facebook, the only Facebook advertising I ever see on like on main media like TV is for Facebook groups. Like they're pushing it so hard. You mentioned their their Super Bowl ad, like the only time they've advertised on the Super Bowl was for Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um they're starting to highlight it more in your feed like they just—they're realizing that with billions of people on the platform, they have to somehow segment people into their interests. It's—it's it's no longer enough to like show them stuff based on what they like or don't like. So, yeah, it's—it's uh, yeah, it's just uh, groups are a real powerhouse right now, and I—I I, I agree with you. Your prediction, I think, they're going to only get stronger.
1: Yeah, I mean, Facebook's all about how can we keep the people on our platform longer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, and groups is a way, a really good way of doing that. Yeah. So on, so my next idea is I also have I have one social media thing, nice <laughs> one other one, um, and it's evergreen. It's an evergreen idea, but the idea is do, do uh, be involved in social platforms that are new that and have high hmm. organic reach. Yeah. So as of the rec- as of the time of this recording, two the two biggest things that are getting the biggest organic reach are TikTok and Instagram Reels specifically yeah, yeah. um and so like w- we've been testing this over the last month and we're getting incredible incredible reach um from people who don't follow us uh, just on those two platforms and um and it's it's just a, it's important to be involved in these social networks when they're new because the organic reach on these things are extremely high. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it can be tempting to like wait and see, you know, what's TikTok going to be like
0: in a few years, like maybe then it'll be worth it for me to jump on. And that's fine, but uh, what you what you get in like experience and more users, you lose in reach a lot of times. That's like that's like the whole that's why literally our list doesn't say go post on Facebook or build a business Facebook page because yep literally have a business facebook page right now i don't know if you agree with me but this is my experience it will get you nothing right now like uh, it's not you have to it, put ads behind it yeah yeah that's right it won't get you anything organically um mm-hmm. it, it obviously can be a really smart paid move but like in terms of just it, it used to be that you could just build a page and you could get people to like it and then you could publish stuff and they would see it and it was all free and then of course facebook got wise to that which <laughs> continuing our facebook groups thing i'm sure that's what's going to happen eventually the monetization limited mm-hmm. reach stuff but for now like leverage it leverage what's new and what what figure out what um what the platforms are focusing on like we're saying facebook's focused on groups instagram's focused on reels like figure out what they're focusing on because that's where you're going to get the best reach
1: yeah it's uh you know yeah to to your note of like people saying oh you know like i don't know if it's going to be around for a while like okay yeah Nobody really knows that. That yeah, that's the fact. And the fact is, is that it's here now, and organic reach is high. Yeah. So take advantage of what's here now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Why,
0: why does it matter? Like, if if you can't use this marketing channel in a year or in five years or in ten years, like use it now. Get some clients in the door. Uh. And and yeah. And if you have to ditch it later, then ditch it. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Cool. I have I have another like maybe online tech related one. Um. And that is. Podcasts, and this is maybe like two different ones. I think on the one hand, you could do a bunch of podcast guesting. So like, if you solve a really niche problem, again, like if you sell ant farms or something, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you could you could be on really niche podcasts solving problems, um, and, and then you naturally just become the go-to person, the expert when people have that particular problem. So like, you know, if you I don't know if you um, if you fix pools and hot tubs, well, then go on. Go on podcasts, and it doesn't have to be like a pool and hot tub podcast like that. There's probably one of those or two of those. <laughs> Although mm-hmm. sometimes some topics will surprise you. But like go on like um like home repair DIY, uh, those kinds of podcasts of which there are hundreds, maybe thousands, and and be an expert on one singular topic within their more broad topic. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yep. I was recently a guest on a podcast for entrepreneur magazine and of course like my audience is of freelancers but um and their audience is the broader like startups freelancers side hustlers all entrepreneurs but it didn't matter i was there to be the expert on talking about freelancing and and a particular topic within freelancing even so you can be an expert on a wide variety of shows and that's completely free you just um, a lot of podcasts are looking for guests even um you know the interview format is like the most popular podcast format and and people are constantly looking for extra people they can have on to to bring some variety and some extra input to their show.
1: Oh well, yeah, there's tons of people looking for guests. I mean, it's like yeah, my tip here is 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 that a lot of people want to be on podcasts that have large audiences. Like, okay, and, and then yeah. they'll completely ignore the quote unquote small the small game, right? Small people. But like, I, I, if I were you, I or if anybody listening. Take up any kind of guest podcast that anybody invites you to. That's that's at least like if you're just getting started and whatnot. Like um, to me, that's that's uh, that's my tip there. Yeah, it it it
0: costs you maybe a half an hour on the phone with someone or maybe an hour on the phone with someone. Like, do that. Evergreen, yeah, and it's evergreen. And and honestly, a lot of these shows, especially if they're smaller, you can even negotiate with them to like use their content in other ways. Like we had corbett bar on the show a little while ago and he Mm would he has his own podcast feed that's under like i don't know the corbett bar show or something and it's literally just like rebroadcasts of episodes that he's done with all of these other podcasts so it's cool exposure for us because he puts our episode directly in his feed but then it's like a cool way for him to give value to his audience without having to actually produce his own show every week there's ways around it. I think there's ways that you can really add value with you know a phone call a week or a half hour a
1: week or something. It can really add up over time. Yeah. Plus, you never know. Like I've hired three people, three of our guests before. You know what I mean? Like that we've <laughs> yeah. had on our podcast. I didn't and know that. So, really? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Awesome. So yeah. So it's uh yeah. You just never know. Like I I don't know. Like for some reason I I it just boggles my mind people who listen to this podcast and then. Like, even if you don't think you need any help, I know this is a coaching podcast, but like, man, that's just good exposure, yeah, totally, in my opinion,
0: so I agree and uh so here's the here's the flip side of like potentially using podcasting. I don't even know what number we're on. We're on like I don't know nine and a half or something, but <laughs>
1: it's all
0: good stuff, uh, <laughs> it's all good stuff, hopefully, we'll see how long the listeners stick with us, but um, I think it's good stuff, and uh here's the other angle you could take with podcasting. I've heard of some people doing this where they start their own podcast and literally they care zero about how many downloads they're getting every, every week or every episode Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it's not the podcast doesn't exist to like make them podcast famous. What they care about is using a podcast as an excuse to call up their potential clients. So like, like let's say you uh, design websites for gyms, right? So you Mm -hmm. start a podcast about learning from gym owners and and your podcast is all about teaching other gym owners how to be a good gym owner. So you call up gym owners and you make a connection with them, and then you have a half-hour conversation with them. You become buddies with them, and then a percentage of those guys are gonna ask what you do, and and they're go- it's just gonna come out like during the conversation, and then you can eventually pitch your services. But like, are it, It's like an easy. It makes a it makes a cold connection a lot easier because you're saying I have this thing that I'd like to feature you on. Um, do you want to chat for a half hour or whatever?
1: Yep, so easy. It's such it's such a non intrusive way of yeah. getting your foot in the door. And if and if the
0: show gets some traction, all the better because then you call up bigger and bigger clients and say, "I have a show that gets ten thousand downloads, fifty thousand downloads, hundred thousand downloads a month." Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get some exposure for your gym or whatever. They're like on board so quickly with that; it's great. And then you're building really cool connections with people.
1: Yep, for sure. Yeah, I got another one. Yep, go for another it. one. So, really easy one, very, very elementary, but a lot of people don't do it is, is building the, a stronger bond with your current clients. Mm. And that can go, you could do that a lot of different ways. You can do that just by calling, calling them up, texting them, emailing them, going to see them, uh, sending them a, some sort of custom gift. I know, like, yeah, you got to spend money for, for that particular method, but like a gift will go a long way um and that will just create not just uh like client loyalty but it could generate some referrals for you yeah for sure in fact i mean so freelancers union and upwork
0: they do this report every year on the state of freelancing or whatever i think it's them that does it and and i'm not kidding you almost every year the number one marketing the number one like uh new client source for freelancers is word of mouth so yeah, mm-hmm. this, this is you're doubling down on your investment on people that already like you and already work with you to make them like you even more. And then you automatically become the person that they refer uh, mm-hmm. when, when a friend is asking. Yep. Yeah, I love it. I'm actually out. Uh, that was my list. Do you have any more that we haven't talked about? I got one more. Oh, I lied. I've one got one more. more. I've got one more. I'll <laughs> do mine and then you, you do yours. Mine's really, yeah. really simple. Uh, uh,
1: go ahead. <laughs> What go you <laughs> okay, so my mine's simple, but it's 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 difficult, but it doesn't cost anything okay, um, is pitching the media mm. so there it, it, like if you're if you have something newsworthy, yeah, that the media would eat up on and publish you, and this could be local t v local radio, it could even be a big national like publication like entrepreneur or whoever. If you have something worthy, and there's ways to do this, okay? You mm-hmm. got to do your research. Mm-hmm. There's a way to pitch it. There's people that teach you how to do this. But once you know how to do it, it doesn't cost any money to pitch people. However, it is difficult because everybody's pitching them. Yeah. So yep. just throwing that out And, that, that and out the bigger
0: there. the outlet, uh, the more pitches they're receiving. We actually did a full episode uh, with Jason, who's the editor-in-chief of uh, Entrepreneur Magazine. So, a few episodes ago, you can go back and find that. We'll link it in the show notes as well. But he walked us through like all the insider secrets of how to best pitch the media. It was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, pitching the media, getting free exposure. And you can like invent a story. If you don't have an interesting story, invent something. Like, I remember you've recommended a couple of times where you do the thing where you go to a restaurant you like and you just like put a tab $500 tab or $200, $100 tab, doesn't matter, whatever you can afford. And then you, you go out there and you create the story that you, as your web design agency, for example, uh, you're just putting up free lunch at this place. First, you know, whenever, when the money's out, it's out. But
1: mm-hmm. And then
0: people start spreading the news around. So yeah, great idea. Okay, my last idea uh, was also very simple and very cheap, but not necessarily super easy to make happen. So it maybe falls in that same, same wheelhouse. And that mm-hmm. is community classes. So I know a few freelancers Ooh. who like uh, will create a free community class at the local library or through yep. the local chamber of commerce or through the local high school. They'll do like summer classes or something. Yep. And it's like teach a class on uh, how to start a blog. Maybe let's That's say so good. let's say like mm-hmm. you're a blog designer or you're a you're a you're a writer who writes blog articles or whatever. And it's like how to start a blog or how to. Rank higher in Google is even a better example, maybe. Mm -hmm. right? And then like, let's say you do how to rank higher in Google. All these business owners come because they want to rank higher in Google and you start teaching and you give everything away as an expert. But then at Mm -hmm. the end, they're like, man, this guy really knows what he's talking about. Um, And -hmm. so who's going to come to mind when they don't have the bandwidth anymore to do their own SEO? It's going to be you and they're going to call you up, right? So you're basically just adding value, adding value, and then building a network of people who potentially could hire you.
1: That's so good. Yeah. Like I, I did this early on in my my agency and we did this a lot. Um, I think mm. in every year we probably did a couple dozen. Yeah. Um, and they're absolutely free. Uh, and you you had already mentioned the Chamber of Commerce. A lot of people don't realize, like as long as you're, and this is a benefit of joining the Chamber, mm. because you have to be a member to be able to approach them with this, um, is if you do pitch a workshop or a, a community class, they will eat that up all day yeah. long. Yeah, They will 100% allow you to do that. Because, because they have to add value to their members. Yes, yeah. exactly. And if they can bring in outside experts to do that, they will do it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Same with, like we mentioned, co-working spaces. They're always trying to find like extra ways to add value. And if you just deliver that to them on a platter, like they'll eat it up.
1: Yep. Totally. Yep.
0: Totally. All right, man. Well, I think we did more than 10, uh, and we've definitely gone over 30 minutes, but not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. And uh, I think it's been pretty good. I, I personally enjoyed learning some of your ideas I hadn't thought of, so I, I think it was great. I, I like these rap, I like this rapid session, you know, like maybe we should do these more often. Yeah, really. If you liked this too, you should send us an email, voices at freelance com. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us if you liked this kind of episode or leave us a review even better on iTunes. Uh, let us know. We yeah maybe we ought to do you know one of these a month or something where we just rapid fire off some ideas because yeah. you know we've got ideas Clay we've got ideas <laughs> <laughs> we got some we got some ideas yeah. yeah all right man well thanks for taking the time today much appreciated yeah for sure all right take care freelance to founder is produced by the team
1: at milo. visit m i l l o dot c o to level up your freelancing and Dripify visit getdripify to become a bad A in business.
0: Freelance to Founder is also part of The Podglomerate. You can check out more amazing podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music for this show was produced
1: by Joaquim Karud. You can catch past episodes at freelancetofounder.com or by searching Freelance to Founder in your favorite podcast player.
0: While you're at it, we'd love an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: That's all for now. Until next time, see ya.